pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And Anne Scantlebury is missing. She is missing. We do have another Anne here though, Anissa Sanusi. Hello, welcome. Hello, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us. No problem. Uh, you were just doing uh, what, what those young people do, weren't you? You were taking a selfie of uh, whilst the show was, was going out. Yes, I was taking a selfie. This will be on my Twitter very soon. Right, good. Thank you for coming <laughs> in. Uh, yes, we're missing Anne this evening. Um... And to be honest, we don't know where she is. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Did anybody ask her? No, she just said, you know, uh, she said she'd talk to HR, which is her, yeah. and she'd taken the day off. Right. Uh, so, so good. But on the bright side, no HR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so welcome. <laughs> uh, how have you been, Steve? Been good. Uh, had a nice weekend. It's been a very, very frantic week in the UK, hasn't it? It's been all go. I've been out of the UK, and, it, and even, even it was frantic wherever I was. Yeah, wasn't it an amazing week? It's been we can relax because we're able to talk about this sort of thing now, aren't we? We haven't so, been. We haven't been able to. It's been very difficult. <laughs> it's been very difficult, particularly when I should have pulled it out. Uh, whoever it was, I kept writing um, letters <laughs> about <laughs> politics, which we had to avoid. But uh, yeah, what an astonishing week. Um, well done, Britain. Mm. Yeah, nothing went on fire, surprisingly. <laughs> well done, young people. Yes. Uh, exactly, yeah, no, absolutely. Keep it up. That's the important challenge from now on. Uh, but yeah, no, this, I feel, I feel, I have been, um, I was in uh, the Azores on Thursday night, um, which is a, a, a collection of islands um, in the middle of the Atlantic. And uh, the good thing about being there was that you're an hour ahead. So when you guys had to stay up till 10 o'clock in order to get the exit poll, oh. I was watching at nine. Oh. Wow. I had a, um, had a two euro litre uh, bottle of wine ready okay. to go. I did just <laughs> in case good. it got, uh, got too depressing. And um, yeah, stayed up till uh, three o'clock their time enjoying it. Four o'clock. Uh, yeah. Our time. Yeah. Mm, good. Impressive. Yes. Well, that is very, very exciting. We've got a radio show to do, though. We do. I was going to mention, though, uh, Federico's been on the show. Uh, there was a big sort of Corbin game jam, wasn't there? The, uh, he He's he's part of the team that made Corbin run. Corbin run, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, good work him. I, I see say. what you're saying. I see what you're saying. <laughs> he's been on the show. Yeah. And therefore, we played our parts. Played our part. <laughs> mm. um, so that's been good. Anything else been going on? I don't think so. Well, it's E3, isn't it? It that's is E3. The thing, but maybe we can't talk where, about that now. Well, maybe that's where Anne is. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she's... But she's um, How is she then, not you guys? Well, Anne, actually, because she's the face of One Life mm, Left. This has and, happened you know, before. And you can see, you can see why. <laughs> yes. Um, she... Uh, so, uh, YouTube has been uh, going big on E3 this year, bigger than I've seen it before. Mm. And um, there's a YouTube at E3 uh, channel. Um, and that features um, Jeff Keithley. Ke- is that how you say it? Keithley. 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 No, sorry. No, Keithley. 
on, on One Life Left. That's Keithley. our style guy, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Keithley. Um, and some real po-face American um, <sighs> commentators, right. um, some of which are from the internet, okay. um, just sitting around chatting. Um, yeah, maybe Anne's doing that. Wouldn't be the first time, would it, after the BAFTA debacle of last year, when, uh, when Anne was taken away from One Life Left, she was invited to uh, co-host. Well, what happened was that maybe our invites... Oh, yeah. uh, I remember seeing her there. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't have seen right. us there. No. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yes, that's going on. So, uh, yeah, Anne, if you're over there, have a nice time. We look forward to seeing you on YouTube. Uh, that does mean, though, we have problem. an Anne-shaped hole in the show. It's the um, news. But you, news. You, uh, you said you were going to cover it, didn't you? I don't mean we planned this in advance. <laughs> I mean, a few minutes before the show started when you said, uh, so what are we doing about the news? Well... Exactly. You um, stepped up. Well, say stepped up. I opened up my laptop and I <laughs> typed in Eurogamer.net. Um, and yeah, E3 is the time of year when everybody releases all their news at the same time. So it should be easy. Should be easy. Should we take a look through uh, what happened to the Microsoft concert? Uh, concert. Uh, what's it called? I, conference. Conference briefing. Can, was... we, can we at least formally begin the news? Okay. <laughs> I was going to do that bit. It's 7.06 on Monday, the 12th of June. I'm Simon Byron, and here's Eurogamer's news. Uh, I'm just, just going to pray see it, really. We'll start with uh, Microsoft. Did anybody watch the Microsoft conference last night? Yes. Stayed up and watched it? Steve, did you watch it? Uh, I watched bits of it. You see, it kept haunting me. I'd watch a bit, and I'd go, yeah, I've seen this type of game before. I know what it is. Close the window, go on Facebook, scroll down a bit, and then it'd be streaming. Yeah, there it is. You couldn't feed. get away from it. Couldn't okay. get away from it. So Phil Spencer um, at Xbox P3 came out. Um, very, very different style of conference to um, the Don uh, Matrix ones. Uh, much more relaxed. Why is he called P3? Yeah, I see. <laughs> you know, you get these emails off um, Twitter now and again, reminding mm. you what's been going on. I keep getting the ones for Xbox P4 because I registered that because <laughs> I was going to go next. I've got Xbox P4. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, he came out a very relaxed uh, conference, relaxed style, um, long, over well over mm. 90 minutes. Mm. Certainly past my bedtime. I did stay, I did stay up. Should so have watched you- it from the Azores. Um, so can we remember first bit of big news that Phil came out with last night? The name of exactly. the new mm-hmm. Microsoft console. How do we feel about that? Ridiculous. Ridiculous, it's Anissa? X- Xbox One X. Yes. Yeah, someone on Twitter mentioned that it sounded like a, a live journal hand, name handle from like 2004 or something. Right. Where you <laughs> Maybe have like X's in for. between. Yeah. I wonder if it was the only thing they could get the Twitter account for. That's gone, that's gone. It seemed to go down well in the conference though, didn't it? Because, but that's because everything Everything did. goes down. <laughs> Down of the, well uh, conference. the enthusiastic cheering uh, from the people who are wearing the same t-shirt right at the front. But yeah, uh, Xbox One X. It's hard with names, right? Because when the Wii came out, we were all like, that's a terrible, 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 terrible name. And quickly you get past it. But I do think that this is a terrible, terrible, terrible name. It's just really, really hard to... Uh, hard to differentiate from the other things. Someone said it was like there's a there's a list on McSweeney's of email addresses, okay. uh, the worst email addresses to to read out down the phone. Okay. And it does sound like you will be people will be apologising for this name a lot of times. No, I mean this, not just the Xbox One. But what was interesting about it? They cut to the uh, YouTube at E3 program at the end, and it's like, are you going to upgrade then? Or no? And um, what I found. Um, most appealing about it was whilst all the f- games they were showing were clearly from the Xbox One X and um, the idea that he was that they were excluding no one as long as you've got an Xbox One, an S or an X um, then you could play all the games they were showing. Now maybe they wouldn't look quite as good. I don't have a 4K TV do you have a 4K no. TV? No, do you I need don't. to know? I don't think anybody does. No, <laughs> no does. Um, but the idea that, that actually was quite welcoming and if you think about it it's the S and the X makes a little more sense. Right. I don't uh, think it makes more sense. Okay. I think it makes a little more sense because you've got the well, S, it, which normally means slim or small. It's, it's but, bigger, right? But the, the thing, X. but the thing about the Xbox One X is it's the smallest console they've ever yeah. made. 
So that makes less sense now. Because when I think X, like what, XL, Xbox XL or uh, Xbox but It might stand S. for extra small. Yeah. Oh. So, the, but you've touched on the problem there, I think, as well. It, it is great and it's inclusive to see that the games that they were showing are available for all of X-bi, these different... Xbox, 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 but the, but but that's the problem. It was there was uh, you know a time when a new console launch was super super exciting, not because of the hardware. Although there is a little bit of frisson around that. Oh, this nice new Angular box I'm going to have underneath my TV, but because new hardware would um, bring back new possibilities for video games. So you would see, oh, okay, this is, you know, this can do 3D. So new types of game are available. This is online. So new types of game are available. And I don't think I've ever seen a, a, a new console that I've been less interested in because it doesn't afford new types of gameplay. It just makes gameplay that already exists slightly more shiny. And I don't have a TV that supports that shininess, so I'm out. But you're, but you're still potentially in for the software. That's so that's what I quite liked about it. So, so that there is no if you don't want to, mm. if the shininess isn't appealing to you, and you already have an Xbox One, you're still going well. to be able to play, play, play these games. That's the thing, isn't it? Because <laughs> Microsoft, because somehow we fell off Microsoft's PR list this last generation. Console mailing list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it turns out, turns out we're hundred percent in uh, for the new one because you know we've, we've oh. missed out. Well, I've missed out. You haven't. I've got haven't an you? You've got one now. An S. Yeah, I'm going to stick with it. Um, okay, uh, we, should, we should stick with Microsoft then. What was the first game they showed? I'm not sure. I can't remember. I can't remember. It was Forza, wasn't it? Do you remember that? Oh. That's why I can't remember, yeah. I guess. Do you remember any... What other games did they show? They showed 42, of which 22 were exclusives, however you take exclusives to mean. Well, uh, they showed that one that everyone's going on about right now for the wrong reasons. <laughs> uh, is it called The Last Night? The I last only know, night. know it as what everyone was calling it on Twitter, which is the pixely Blade Runner one. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I, I have to say was one of the most, um, you know, for, for a, um, a series of games that were really pushing the polygons um, to be so seduced by such a brilliant uh, launch trailer, I thought was uh, it was testament to the strength of it. But then... You do some research afterwards. You find out you're not allowed. You're not supposed to like it. Not allowed to like it anymore. Yeah. Mm. Um, Did you see the statement that Raw Fury, the publisher of the last night, had to put out today? I did read it. It was quite a. It it sounded like it had gone through a lot of revisions. (laughs) (laughs) Clear legal. (laughs) Yeah. It was a very soft apology. I I mean, there's a message there, isn't there? Clearly, that um, you know, whatever you do, whatever you say, it's out there, and um, you can't leave your past behind. No. Mm. Okay, so that was last night any others uh shiny minecraft shiny minecraft yeah cross format <laughs> minecraft across all formats apart from one which one well what would you say what what they're doing with minecraft is they they're unifying it mm. they're moving yeah. it away from java okay um there was the hd texture pack which was phenomenal for a game uh, so yeah. based on blocks um but they are going to enable any players uh, from android mm-hmm. through uh PC and console, Excerpt. except for one. Have a guess which one will not allow you uh, other people to play with each other. Uh, is it the Atari Jaguar? It is. Yes, <laughs> correct. No, uh, for some reason PlayStation is excluded. So even Switch and Xbox, so they, they, they recreated a Switch in Minecraft, which was good. Yeah, because they're not oh. they're not competitors, are they? Um, Nintendo and Microsoft really anymore. You, the Switch is going after a completely different market. Yeah, but Nintendo's you know, but even even mobile and iPad and and stuff like that. I mean, I think I think. Microsoft has to be congratulated for the way it's kept Minecraft open I think yeah and 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 bless Notch for getting in on the act of trying to ruin everything by behaving like an idiot well he was at it again yesterday wasn't he he was just trying to we can't read that tweet out can we (laughs) and and that's not because of the election okay any more (laughs) any more games oh what else Uh, there was that zombie one sorry Anissa oh what was zombie one State of Decay 2 Right, I don't know. That I just saw zombies. Me. Yeah. The, well, the original I thought was yeah. phenomenal. I think that's going to be good. Mm. Uh, what did we think of Bioware's Anthem? Anthem. Yeah, that one gave me like goosebumps because it was really pretty. Really and, pretty, yeah. wasn't it? Um, has anybody played online games where people chat to each other like they were in all the pre-scripted chatting? That <laughs> <before>? <laughs> has anybody done that? No, I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't tell if that was supposed to be like a, a script or it was supposed to be someone else talking uh, to someone was, else. I'm yeah, not sure. it was clearly living in some someone else's world. Player unknowns battleground. Right, that was a big deal, wasn't it? Well, it, that is the sort of zeitgeist, isn't it? Yeah. Right now, I wonder if ever, anyone will care in a year. 
I, I don't know. Okay. I mean, they might do, and of course, you know, coming to console makes it a, a new thing for people to get excited about. It's certainly the hotness on Steam right now. Okay, and then finally, we should move on from Microsoft. Uh, price. Who can recall the price? I can recall of the, the price. Xbox One X. Have a guess. Um, How much would you pay for it? Oh my god! The only price that's coming to my mind right now Go is on. the price of like a, a Mac Pro from like WWDC last week. Okay, tell us how much that was. Uh, only four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. It's cheaper than that. It's, cheaper than it's that. a tenth of that. <laughs> it's a tenth of that. You can get ten Xbox One Xs. Maybe that's why it's called it. Uh, Very good. Right. Uh, what do you think about the price, Simon? Well, I've got. I, I'm not going to buy one um, at this stage. <laughs> you've got an Xbox One, so, so you can price it however you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know. Um, yeah, I saw a conspiracy it's, it's, theory. It, it, for, for me, it's the same price as whatever that Mac Mac you, Pro was. Yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I won't impact me in the slightest. I saw a conspiracy theory about the price. Okay, <laughs> which was oh uh, yeah, oh, they've yeah. just said this. They've said this early. It's it's, it's you know it's a. What did they call oh, it? They, somebody, I, I think leaked. it was Jeff who said it, wasn't Jeff it? Jeff Keithley. Keithley, yeah. <laughs> he said, said it was a, uh, a controlled leak or, yeah. or a... Uh, oh. So that later on they can say, oh, actually, you know, you all thought it, you all braced yourself for paying $500. Mm-hmm. It's actually 450 And then you feel good about it. I feel good. Bargain. Thanks very much. I'll be in. You'll get 11 of them. <laughs> good. All right. That's uh, Microsoft okay, done. Okay, let's move on. Oh, do you want? I sorry, want well, you didn't, want, you didn't have the jingle before this, but okay, here we go. Well, no, but I feel like we should we should you know separate the news. All right. Okay, let's <laughs> let's talk about Bethesda then. Bethesda also had a conference. They um, they have a press conference every year. Yeah. Uh, often they'll uh, well, usually they announce a brand new game. Can anybody remember what brand new game they announced last night? Brand new game. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, that's stretching it. Obviously. Right, I was going to say, because okay. I know that... The, well, okay, is it Skyrim on Switch? No, we all knew that was coming, didn't we? Although there was a surprise about that, wasn't there, everybody? Mm-hmm. Mm, brand new game. I can't remember. No? Was, was it another new Fallout? No. no it wasn't, no. Fallout VR. Fallout VR? Yeah, Not a new game. No. Mm. And then, of course, it was Doom VR. Right. Uh, they're coming out in different formats, aren't they? I think Doom yeah. is on PlayStation and Fallout is on There's, the other one. There was stuff about just, Elder Scrolls Online, Morrowind. Uh, the Evil Within 2. Right. That's why I can't remember it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was a game that uh, people um, uh, thought... Uh, sorry, the original was what people... Like, the people didn't expect to think that it did particularly well, so it's interesting mm. to see that it's got a sequel. Did anybody here play it? No. No. no? None of us played it. None, <laughs> of, us, none of us watched that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, going back to Skyrim then, what was the surprise for the Switch owners? Uh, no idea. Have a guess. <laughs> was, it, was it the Link costume? It was. Oh. If you tap a Link amiibo to your Switch, Steve, imagine, oh. right, it then goes do-do-do-do-do in Skyrim. <laughs> exactly. And then a treasure chest falls over and you can get your, your, your Link tunic and the right. Master Sword. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's excellent. What was Good. the what was the other addition to Skyrim? Well, I've seen a lot of kerfuffle on okay. the internet today about paid mods. Okay, now that, sorry, that's not specific to Switch. It wasn't. Thing. We can come to that if you want. Was the other additions to Switch Skyrim? There was confirmation that it includes all the official DLC, of mm-hmm. course. So you'd be able to marry Lydia SD and build a home I with. Can't her. wait. <laughs> <laughs> there was one other. There was a gameplay um, addition. What does the Switch have that would uh, <laughs> would suit uh, Skyrim? Well, I suppose if you were coming to Skyrim from Zelda, uh, you would certainly miss the adjustments you can make to the aiming. Okay, with the, well, that's uh, the one thing that people are confused about, actually. Okay, so whether that is in there or not. No, it's got waggle waggle controls. Oh, waggle thank goodness! Controls. You can do that. You can you can put it down in tabletop mode or play it up on the big screen, and you can with your right hand you can sword and shield on it and stuff. So oh. that must have been really easy for them to put in to make them bother to right. do that <laughs> but yes you're right they also um talked about the official marketplace for mm-hmm. uh selling uh your use generated content so what will you two be selling in your skyrim stores come on you've always want to be a skyrim shopkeeper steve <laughs> <laughs> um what would i like um oh i tell you what i'd like given so i've seen a lot of people talking about what they'll miss going from zelda to skyrim and uh-huh. you know the, the aiming is one of those things but everyone's going to miss surely everyone's going to miss the gliding yeah. what would suit skyrim a sledge 
Okay. You so want a sledge, to, yeah, right? I'm so there. you can go up to the top of mountains and sledge down them. Good. I'll see you there. I'll okay. see you back in Skyrim. Thanks. I don't know how to make that, but if anyone wants to make that for me, um, I'll sell it. Okay. Uh, we should only do one more of these, I think. Uh, do you want to p- put the bed down, Steve? Uh, uh, so there have only been three press conferences as we broadcast. Uh, there's another one this evening, Ubisoft. Uh, the previous one was EA. So who can recall what they... What did they show off, first of all? <laughs> a lot of sports. A lot of sports. Did yeah. you watch... So who watched... Did anybody watch EA? I did not watch EA. Okay, did you watch EA? No, I skimmed it. Okay. Because, yeah, it's usually the same, the, the usual right. sport games okay. that I kind of just blur over. Well, I saw friend of the show Dan Marshall going on about it on Twitter, as is his want. Okay. And he was saying it's... It's bad enough with men in the pub shouting about football <laughs> that's on the TV. Now they'll be shouting about fake football oh, uh, because you can take FIFA, a decent version of FIFA, to the pub now. It's coming to Switch, isn't it? You can. What what emission will the Switch version of FIFA, uh, I was going to say have, but I guess it's the opposite. <laughs> Unhave. Can, yeah, can you, could you not have? Yeah. What, what will it be missing? That's this, this one feature. Okay. Um, I've not played FIFA for years, yeah. so I don't know what it's got well, What's in the one it? thing you know about the last FIFA? I mean... From, from, from me. From you? Uh, oh, I know. Yes. Career modes. Yeah, uh, well, the, the, the story mode. The story mode, mode sorry. Yeah. The journey. So it's not got the journey. It's not in the Switch version. Switch version oh. is separate. It's still called FIFA 18, but that's the only that's, mode that's not in there. That's a bit weird. Why is that? Uh, well, it's um, proof that I've done some research here. Actually, this news oh. business doesn't seem too difficult. And it's never <laughs> got the answer. It's because it's not made in the Frostbite engine, Steve. Ah, okay. okay. Which the journey is. Um, yeah, but you will have everything else. You'll have FIFA Ultimate Team, which I've never really understood. Um, have you never played that? The, the I, I don't understand it. I don't understand I it. I played that for a bit. Okay, well, you're yeah. going to be able to play that in the pub with Dan Marshall. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, alongside the various sports and cars, um, they also announced Anthem, but they didn't show much off about it. What was the one uh, sort of left field game that they announced that uh, surprised everybody? I've no idea. I didn't see the conference. Okay, you didn't read about it afterwards? I didn't see anyone going on about it. Uh, it's called A Way Out. It's a. It's from the guys that made Brothers. Okay. Um, and it's a cooperative only Prison Break game. Ooh. Okay. It's a, it has split screen, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, yeah. and you can only play it uh, cooperatively. So is that is that coming for Switch? Dun-dun-dun. Let me have a look here. It doesn't mention Switch. No. Mm, okay. I, I. I. That sounds interesting. I'm very very into local multiplayer and and co-op games, but I guess well, it's very very hard to commit to making those as an indie. Uh, because your audience is naturally reduced, right? Right, and the uh, the tricky pitch here, I guess, is that a lot of local um, multiplayer games are designed to be played around in short bursts. So, you know, uh, four people on screen jump around having lots of fun, mm. whereas this is a full-blown campaign game, so you're going to need to be in. Wow. Yeah. Can you play it online? Is it... Uh, how many co-op? Is it just two? Just two. Oh, mm. that's disappointing. Why? Well, because um, I've got... Uh, it, can be, it can be played online, Steve. Because I don't like to have to choose between my friends. I like to involve them all. I have at least... Well, I have only four player. Um, you could take turns, I suppose. Good. My friends are very mean. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. That's all the news out of E3 at the moment. Uh, anything else you're looking forward to in particular? I'm looking forward to E3 being over. Well, there's Ubisoft this evening. Nintendo tomorrow. Oh, there's Sony at two o'clock this morning. Uh, I'd love to stay up for that, but I'm not going to... I'll catch up. Unless Um, you go to the Azores. (laughs) To go further away than that for it to be on at a reasonable time for me. Um, And then Nintendo tomorrow, Nintendo Direct. Yes. Half an hour. Do you think think this is the year of F-Zero? Well, what I would like is, uh, if you're listening, uh, Mario, is, um, (laughs) yes, for them to announce uh, backward compatibility, the virtual console stuff, and then for it just to flick it live. There are rumours Sony's going to give away a VR game tonight okay um they're certainly encouraging people to watch the streams by um only in america sadly um uh, the more you interact with what they're doing uh, via their streams etc the you get more stuff okay um but yeah so but yeah if nintendo go hey guys uh, virtual console's fine up to and including gamecube would that would be, be yeah. wouldn't incredible. it incredible uh, you can buy them all now um and also cloud saves i won't be able to move my saves off my switch i'm getting a bit nervous about it now yeah got 90 hours as elder if the console like if the console was nicked 
probably be insured somewhere online. I wouldn't be able to get this 90 hours back. Though, I started my Zelda save in a friend's Switch, and now I always have to constantly bother him. It's yeah. like, can I play <laughs> yeah. Zelda on your Switch? I'm sorry. <laughs> Right, well, we shall see. I'm sure Anne will be back next week with uh, f- a full roundup of E3 and some terrible she'll have, puns. She'll have had to listen, won't she? Uh, she will, will have spoilt it for her. <laughs> Thanks, Simon. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a radio show about video games on the best radio station in the world. And this week... What? We've got something special, haven't we, Simon? We do, Steve. We have an actual proper competition. A real competition. For a real thing. With a real thing. Not just a game, not just a game code. An actual physical thing that you can win. Um, you've got the piece of paper, have you? Or not? Do we Uh-oh. leave it upstairs? It sounds like the sort of thing that we would do. Do, do, do. Oh, no, no, I've got the thing. You've got the thing. Hold on. We're going to have to come back to that, are we? Is it not that? Well, we, so the thing mm-hmm. is a JBL oh. Flip 4 Bluetooth speaker. JBL, which, a firm fully endorsed by the Byron household. We own two JBL uh, speakers. Well, on, the, on the cover of this, it's got the speaker half in water. Shut up. So if you like going in water and <laughs> listening to music, the this is the thing for you. you. Or even if you don't like going in water, but if you just find water happening to you a lot, <laughs> this this is a thing that okay. you will want. And um, What's it called? It's called a Flip 4. JBL. I've got to find out how much it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> An RRP of what, Simon? Shut up, that's worth 80 quid, Steve. An RIP <gasps> of 79.99. $100 it's being sold. Loads. Dear me. So Do if you to? you want to win this, um, you got right to us. You've got to get in touch. Now, we are running Mariochi on Friday, aren't we? We are very special Mariochi on very, Friday. Very, very special Mariochi. Uh, it's 90s night for Mariochi. Uh, Mariochi is. is our night where we rewrite pop songs to be about video games and you sing them. We're doing that at Drink Relax... Uh, Loading. Yeah. I got into the Twitter thing did did I? Yeah. when I at Drink Relax Play. Yeah. Uh, we're doing that loading in Dalston. Starts about 8 pm, so please come to that. But if you want to turn up to that with a speaker. Yeah. Actually, I'd rather give it you at the event. Okay. Turn up to that and you can get a speaker by answering this competition question, which is What should we rewrite to be about? <laughs> video games what we need is a uh, your suggestion for a mariochi song so that is a 90 song why are you giggling i was just you know just, I, the question you now. Yeah, yeah. your suggestion for a 90s pop song that you'd like Did to you see, see me back away from, the, from what yeah. i was gonna say yeah. 90s <laughs> pop song that you'd like to see everyone singing at mariochi and you've got to come up with the joke as well okay, so for yeah. example we have purple rain in there and that is about heavy rain or classically we have park life 90s song it's about half life so you have to think of a 90s song and you have to tell us what we should rewrite it to be about and maybe we will if it's good enough if it is good enough um then you will win a speaker we'll give out a prize does that sound fair sounds great so you've got to email in email to We've got no one to point to. Team at onelifeleft.com. So email in to team at onelifeleft.com. And if you can do that by the end of the show today, we'll read out your suggestions. Supposing someone's listening. (laughs) If no one's listening and that competition continues, um, then we'll roll over. It will roll over. Roll over to next week. Euro millions. Give away two speakers next week. $100 worth of speakers. Right. 
Anissa. <laughs> Hello, both of you. How's it going? It's all right, thank you. Uh, so you've been on One Life Left before? I have, yes. It was a and life left was it so now Special. so maybe you're not allowed on with all three of us no. <laughs> i've never seen the three of you in the same well, room well exactly um how long ago was that oh oh some time ago it was a while ago i can't remember now uh you're at hutch games yes currently currently okay yeah. <laughs> there you go uh I, I i looked at your latest game on uh, on the google play store it's had a lot of downloads isn't it i had to count the zeros oh it's very popular yes how, how many downloads simon um, how many zeros did you count? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven zeros That's is a lots. minimum. Ten million. Ten million. It's had between ten million and fifty million downloads. This is um, Hot Wheels Race Off. Yeah. So did yeah. you work on that? Um, no, it was actually already out by the time I joined. Okay. So I'm all I'm working on a different game, but yeah. So, so what do you do at Hutch? So I'm a UI and UX designer. Okay. And uh, at Hutch, we do car racing games. Yeah, so naturally, Hot Wheels would want to work with us because we make really good racing games. They must yeah. be carrying those zeros and being very, <laughs> very grateful. Um, How did you get into becoming a UX UI designer? Um, I studied animation way back when, 2D animation specifically. And um, I kind of fell into a 2D artist role in um, video games. And from there, I kind of learned from the ground up what user, um, user interface art was. Um, I never knew it was a discipline to be to begin with because when you when you're in uni, you kind of learn the the usual things like uh, 3D art modeling or game design or programming and things like that. Not a lot of universities touch on UI. It's probably like a class or like one slideshow and that's it. Right. Yeah, but it's an actual discipline and um, it's much bigger outside of games because someone has to design all your apps that you're using on your phones. Well, these, so your job is to be unnoticed. Pretty it's for people much. not to see what you're doing. Is, yeah. is that right? So... How is that something that you study? I mean, what's what are the routes that take you there? Um, well, it's all about how usable it is. I mean, UI design is how good it looks, and uh, UX design, user experience, is how usable it is and how easy for you to do the your to, for you to reach your goals, to for you to complete your tasks that you need to, and a lot of it. Especially with video games, it kind of overlaps a little bit of video, like game design, game design. But we don't really touch on stuff like mechanics or anything like that. We kind of we're there to aid you to to do what you want to do, what the player wants you to do, or what the game designer wants the player to do. And those are all different streams. You say it's more important in mobile games. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because um, with most mobile games, you you're basically playing the UI, and without the UI, you can't really do much. <laughs> saying that there's a few games out there that has like zero UI and it's still usable but in that case that's really good use UX design not necessarily great UI design because there's no UI there uh, so with um, stuff like Hot Wheels and other racing games, what's, what, what, what would you say the principles of sort of good UX good UI in terms of car, mobile racing games um, well with Hot Wheels uh, is that you only have um, two controls which is to go forwards or to go backwards okay. and it's a physics based game so you need to uh, finish that that race before your um, competitor so with these kind of physics games it's really easy the thing is that the controls can't be convoluted, convoluted. like you, you don't want to like turn left and right and up and down or you don't want um, or things that where you tilt your cameras and things like that and you have one one goal to reach and the UI is supposed to make it as easy as possible for you to do that. Where So the challenge is in the track itself. Okay. The challenge is for you to balance your car in the physics, against the physics and all that. And the, you're not supposed to be fighting the UI okay. to do what you want to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's, that's the most important thing is that if the player has something that they want to do, we, we kind of facilitate that as easy the least painful as possible okay so you were working on uh for frontier before uh yeah previously previously um making ui and ux choices for those sort of games must be very very different to making them for mobile what are the challenges you found moving into the mobile industry uh yeah there's a lot of things that you kind of get used to especially with pc or console games because um one of the biggest things that I kind of realized is that with PC um, 
if you hover over a button, there's always like a tooltip or like a highlight mode, and you know it's a lot, it's a lot more easier for the players to know where they are on the screen. Whereas on mobile, you it's there's no highlight mode. Mm. You know, we kind of have to auto highlight it for you. So there's a balance of how how handholdy is handholdy, and how <laughs> how much do you want to leave the player to figure out themselves, and how much how obvious do you want certain uh, certain things to show, um, and there's with both um, mobile and say PC games, the tutorials are usually the hardest because you know you kind of like you're kind of showing a specific part of the eyes like press this button at this moment to do this, and at sometimes there's uh, there's better ways of doing it, you know, and we're we haven't perfected a good tutorial just yet, you know. Does um, it depends on who your audiences are? Some people just love to discover things by themselves and hate being told what to do, and some people just like have no idea, have zero agency, and they definitely need a lot more pointers going do this and do that. And approaching that for, you know, there there are certainly different monitor sizes for PC games, but it's nothing like the number of different device options you have for mobile games, right? Yeah. So approaching that must be a challenge. Yes, um, yeah, especially with um, not just device sizes, but as well as you know the, the differences between, like, say, an iOS and Android devices as well. And um, put in like an Amazon Kindle or Fire tablet in there, and it's like, oof, that's a lot of things. But um, that's how we have to be really smart and make everything dynamic, as dynamic as possible, so that when we're designing, we're not designing just for the one specific um, device. And we kind of have to constantly challenge ourselves thinking, would this look good on an iPad, which is a bit more square, whereas, say, a phone is a bit more um, elongated, right. rectangle. So I, I, I imagine... Um UI and UX is somewhere between an art and a science, right? There's definitely good practice, but I imagine there are disagreements sometimes on what good practice is. There is no perfect UI, and some things that some people do, you'll disagree with as well. Yeah. What is the what is the thing that you see in UI or UX most that annoys you and thinks should be eliminated? Um. <laughs> I think everybody knows us, but like just invasive pop-ups, <laughs> and that is a lot more prominent with mobile games. I right. think, especially like if you just finish a level or something, a pop-up comes up, like oh, look at this trailer, and you're forced to look at it. Or um, say you're struggling in a, in, on a level, and a pop-up comes like uh, oh, just use just use this power-up, and I'm like, I'll do it if I want to, just go away, you know, just things like that. Or yeah, because you don't have control over these pop-ups, and when you take control away from the player, that's when they feel. <laughs> They feel less likely to, to to think about your game in a, in a nice way. Can you tell us what you're working on at Hutch Games? Um, yes. Uh, well, I'm just working on a, a a game called Top Drives right now. And when's, and when's that due out? Um, it will be due out soon this year. Cool. Um, it's it's on soft launch right now. I don't think I'm at liberty to talk too much about it, other than the fact that I really like working on it. And it's a it's a different spin on a racing genre wait a second if hot wheels is side on driving (laughs) and this is called top drives (laughs) is this top down driving well you do look at it from top down right interesting right good okay so we could we could look at other angles. You could <laughs> upside like down upside down, yeah. backwards. Yeah. We could do. Yep. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, and then finally, you're a you're a BAFTA crew veteran. I am. What does that involve? Um, so the BAFTAs uh, they have uh, a, a program called the BAFTA Crew, and this encapsulates both uh, film, TV, and now video games. So uh, with BAFTA Crew, we call ourselves the BAFTA Crew Games, and uh, the BAFTAs they host. Um, Q&A sessions between uh, people who are in the industry and some pros, as well as masterclasses, and there's loads of networking events. So we, it's it's a really good uh, place for a lot of developers to get together and just be like getting to know each other and just start being friends. Um, that's kind of how I started getting to know a lot of London developers because uh, quite a huge chunk of the BAFTA crew program is done in London in their uh, in Piccadilly where their base is. But we're also trying to do more uh, activities up up north because we do have crew all over the country, like uh-huh. including Scotland and Manchester and all that. Cool. Uh, thank you very much for coming in. Where can people follow your your work, your, your, <laughs> um, your opinions? My, 
you can follow me on Twitter, which is at Studio Anisa, as well as my website, www.studioanisa.net. We've got to get on with it, haven't we? Today, uh, we've had an email from James Parker entering entering our competition. He says you could do groovies in the heart about the popular video game Buster Move and make ample mileage of the fact that it's also called Puzzle Bobble in other territories. (laughs) Doing the big shop, James. Thanks, James. James James is currently in the lead. If you've got any (laughs) Mariochi Nineties suggestions, get them to us by the end of the show. Crichton uh, wrote in. He's he's asked about the Xbox One X and what it would um, ask. Uh, what would it? What they need to do to make it compelling enough for us to buy it? I think we sort of answered that at the start. I'm not ready to buy it. Very happy with my Xbox One S. Yeah, I would just like a feature that enables different types of gaming, and that would make me buy it. John Maxwell writes, Dear team, I've been, pla- I've been having a wee Cyberpunk binge in the last couple of weeks. I played through vanilla Cyberpunk bartender action on Steam and have since picked up Deus Ex Mankind, Mankind Divided on the PS4. Each game projects such a rich, rich dystopian world in a completely different way. One is essentially an interactive visual novel with witty dialogue and leaves a lot to the imagination. The other thrives in the indirect kind of post-Half-Life 2 storytelling, which makes me want to walk around the city and soak every little detail in. I'm not going anywhere with this particularly. I just want to celebrate the, the gaming industry can provide such wildly different games of excellent quality in the same genre it's easy to moan about the state of things but gamers have it pretty good John Maxwell there's going to be a resurgent of uh, cyberpunk isn't there I think you've got Blade mm. Runner 2 out in summer Stranger Things the sort of neon glow of stuff <laughs> lots of it coming down the line so I hope you maintain your enthusiasm John Dear Team Minus Anne and Super Special Guests, writes Chris Stewart. It's E3 week, so there are game trailers, announcements and gaffes everywhere. I personally very much enjoy the fake gamer talk during the gameplay demonstrations. You know, the super cringy, Oh, I see you just equipped this very specific weapon, so let's use a tactic I will describe with cool buzzwords. Hashtag marketing. (laughs) Feel free to use a silly voice. What is the best part of E3 for all of you? Love and kisses, Chris Stewart. I do quite like the focus. I know we were chatting earlier about, you know, once you're out there, it's quite chaotic and it's it's very hard work. But there's lots of games, games news around at the moment. And I think a lot of it's very exciting. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's, it was unusual for me to stay up uh, and watch the Xbox conference last night. Like, I, but I, I just I couldn't tear myself away from it. So, yeah, lots of lots of good stuff. Uh, an exciting time, I think. I uh, I find those big conferences generally a little bit depressing. Like, and I find them um, making me wonder why why I love video games so much. But they push me towards the fringes of video games. They push me out again towards sites like itch.io, where I find things I love. And there are always surprise games announcements as well. So I think that combination of helping me discover what it is about video games that I really, really like and the things that catch you by surprise. So waking up the next day, seeing Twitter is on fire because people are talking about something that ideally hasn't been made by an awful man. (laughs) Uh, You know, that's really, really exciting. Uh, What are your thoughts about E3, Anissa? I... I'm really enjoying the hot takes that Twitter is doing. <laughs> That's like every year. It's so. too much, though, particularly with it being so far behind our time zone. It's impossible to use Twitter in the morning, isn't yeah. it, during E3? You're at oh, 700 new tweets. Uh, you've got a letter there as well, haven't you? I do. Uh, this is from Robert Wells. It says, Hello, team. Hello, SSG. So this week, I've caught up on about a month's worth of OLL. Circumstances lead to stockpile and that I happily whittle away in an afternoon. Mm. It's fun to binge one in a while. I keep planning to binge on LucasArts Adventures between the nostalgic retreat and the classics I never got around to. I reckon I could have a happy weekend doing nothing but pointing and clicking. Nice. So what game you would you binge on given a couple of days to indulge yourself? Pip Pip Robert. That is a good question. I have been um, thinking about going back to Morrowind you, okay. for quite a while because everyone says such good things about it, especially in reference to Skyrim. People go, oh yeah, Skyrim's good, but Morrowind's so much better. Uh, I would love to go back to a fully modded Morrowind, but I just can't see me, myself having the time. But if this happened, I definitely would. 
Um, it's, yeah, I've been looking at the Xbox Game Pass, uh, which was launched last week, £7.99 a month for a selection of 100 games. And um, yeah, I've been a bit intimidated by going, I don't know what I'm going to do here. I do, the, the games I feel I should have played that I have never played are the Dragon Age games. Hmm, interesting. Denise? I would definitely binge on Persona 5 right now, if ah, I could. That's a good choice. Oh, because. I probably shouldn't say this, but like as a UI artist, Persona 5 UI is mm, gorgeous. <laughs> Good. Uh, thank you very much for your letters. Please do keep them coming. And uh, yeah, who knows? We may be giving away more prizes. Team at onelifeleft.com. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left Local News. The latest Team Fortress 2 battle for the number 10 map has just concluded with no clear winner. If you recall, the leader of the blue team felt that the reds were likely to lose their flag in a battle, so they decided to attack earlier than expected. This was partly because the red leader took the bizarre idea to invest in a team full of medics who would just heal each other without shooting at anyone. However, it turned out that the blue team were actually full of spies and they just decided to turn on each other at the expense of their victory. So in the end, everything is pretty much where it was at the beginning. What a waste of time. Thanks and back to your usual programming. Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Edouard. It's called Lights of Shanghai. Earlier in the show, you heard amateur Alice DJ and Chrysalis. And on Friday, you'll hear us, Marioki, One Life Left's Marioki, singing pop songs about video games. Are you excited, Simon? Very excited. 90s special. Mm. Uh, we had t shirts, the 80s special. Oh. What are we going to do for the 90s? Oh. Yeah. Huh. Have a lot of people born in the 90s be there. <laughs> Yeah, well, we, we sadly <laughs> true. That, that will happen, uh, whether we want it to or not. Yeah, uh, we, of course we want it to. We want you all to be there. Um, but yeah, we should. We should get some some t-shirts. There's still time. Well, we've got you've got a Bluetooth speaker. That's true. We, we can't could... wear that then. <laughs> well, well, not let's not rule anything out. Yeah. How many new songs, Steve? Uh, so far, we've got about a dozen. I think we'll have. We I think we'll, we might end up with quite a few more as well. I'm working on a few more as well. Working on Bon Jovi's Always, almost finished, almost finished. <laughs> Might be a night closer, that one. And uh, yeah, uh, some of our regular contributors have got in touch with some brilliant new songs as well. I'm looking forward to the 2000s when we do that. You could do um, 
There are a couple of good songs on the cusp. Well, you could do, well, Biology by Girls Aloud. Really? About testology. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could also, the one I was I was just about to say, on the cusp, uh, year 2000, was Shaggy's It Wasn't Me. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. That you would combine those together. Two as well, wouldn't it? Anyway, we hope to see you all there. It's uh, loading in Dalston. Uh, it'll be super, super fun. We're also, uh, we're going to Amsterdam, aren't we? Quite we soon. are, actually. I think Me, you and... Parco. Parco. Parco is playing the role of Anne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be good, yeah. won't it, for the Unite conference. Very excited. Super exciting, because I've just gone back to using Unity today to try and code in it. I don't know how. Well, it's so, a good job we're going to the conference. You've got to put your hand up. Just, just, just put your hand up and go, how? Just before we how start, Marioki, how, how do I solve this? I've mm. tried Googling. Stack Overflow is no help. Uh, yeah, we, we could absolutely... Um, we could get the Unity users, you know what they're like, to write something during Marioki. We could, I mean, we? They are to do some sort of singing jam. Interesting, <laughs> couldn't we? Interesting. Good idea. And then we could publish it. So hopefully we'll see you all there. Um, until then, we've got about nine minutes left. I suppose it's time for reviews. Simon, have you been playing anything I've been over playing the last lots, couple actually. of weeks? Loads, well, that's loads. Good. Good. Um, I've now started. I've now my my gaze has fallen upon the Nintendo Staff Ghosts on Mario Kart. Ooh, I beat one for the first time the other day. Taking those guys off. Yeah. Oh, you're just rattling through them. Well, I'm doing them in order. Yeah, just try because three starring the 150cc doesn't unlock gold Mario. It turns out. <sighs> I know. I'll Why do you that. want to play as gold? Do you ever play I don't silver want Mario? Mario. <laughs> I don't. Metal Mario. <laughs> I started unlocking some of the Amiibo stuff, so I'm actually dri- dri- driving at the moment as a me, so look like me, uh-huh. but in a Sonic the Hedgehog costume. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. Um, go I think I think you can tell... That was good. I think you can tell a lot about the uh, sort of... About the person by the person they play as. By the person they choose to play as. Well, I was Super previously playing as um, Baby Daisy because I'd, uh, I'd gone through the Reddit form and... Oh, form and yeah. Baby Daisy, pipe frame... Uh, roller wheels and super glider gives you the best handling on ground. Oh wow! Any more questions? I finished Mr. Shifty. Yeah, but how? Ca- my main question is, how can you live with yourself as a grown know, man playing as Baby Daisy? Because <laughs> I'm now going around in a, in a me as myself with a Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I feel like like the Mario Kart equivalent of a furry. Okay. Um, I finished Mr. Shifty. Crashed twice in the final level. Thank you very much for that. And then they put a patch out the day after I finished it. Oh. Uh, it's good. I enjoyed that. But um, I've always been playing Street Fighter on the switch what yes the, which version street uh, street fighter <laughs> I, I forget but uh, yeah there must be a number four? five four five two is out on it as well isn't it i've seen that is it maybe it's two i don't know is street it, fighter is well, it, it's out now but well, everybody was um talking about it's too expensive 35 pounds is it 3d or 2d 2D. So right. it's the classic Street Fighter. Classic Street Fighter with so HD visuals. Right, it's Street Fighter 2. Is it? It's, it's called Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2. Well, what I was going to say edition. is that I'm no Street Fighter aficionado. So people have been arming and arming about, oh, well, if, when you go, because you can swap between the graphics, you can do original graphics or updated graphics and the uh-huh. d- display. So I'm, I'm not particularly good at it. And obviously playing it with the Joy with the Joy-Con is... Um, it isn't as accurate as playing it with a horry stick, but that doesn't fit in my pocket. <laughs> um, it's got um, it's got a weird mode, a first-person motion-controlled battle thing, which doesn't work well at all. But that aside, having Street Fighter on you, uh, and you'll be able to play, you know, you aren't going to beat Leo Tan, and he wouldn't play like this, but actually being out and about and you're travelling, uh, it's, it's a really competent version of Street Fighter, very much enjoying rediscovering my moves uh, <laughs> <laughs> battling through it yeah it's great um, yeah I'm, I'm really enjoying it like I say if you're a purist I think you might struggle um, to uh, I think you can quite rightly say well you know you aren't going to win down a trocadero or anything like that but um, yeah overall I think it's great uh, 7 out of 10 nice Anissa what have you been playing I've been playing uh, Monument Valley 2 oh. the surprise launch the surprise launch yeah so I'm actually quite good friends with the developer so I've been no, I kind no of, surprise to you no but um, I decided to buy it anyway so like, okay. here, here, here you go guys here's my fiver um, right yep and I play it like as a, a consumer would as I would say and um, yeah it's gorgeous definitely and I think one of the biggest step up from this game from the first one is definitely the sound effects and uh, the ambient music it actually tells you when you start the game it tells you to put on headphones okay and usually um, usually I don't really bother 
but uh, for this game I tried and it is such a, a hugely different experience when you have sound on and uh, they've got a whole new team of artists working on the art uh, and it's incredibly gorgeous um, but I think if I had one criticism what? it would be that the puzzles wasn't as difficult or mm. as challenging as the first game because I remember struggling quite a bit in the first game but not in a bad way mm-hmm. um, but the, for the second one I think I kind of did it in an hour okay. or less than two definitely and um, it was short but I think it's just because I wanted more of it Was it difficult uh, keeping a secret? No, because the thing with Monument Valley 2 is that it didn't exist. Apple does its conference and then it exists and then it's out. Yeah. Was that difficult? It was very difficult, yeah, because um, I was a huge fan of the first one before I was friends with anyone um, in the team. And then to know that the second one's coming out and I'm like, oh my God, guys. And uh, they've also released a lot of behind the scene uh, videos that's coming out uh, to promote the game and all that. And it's kind of funny seeing the promotional videos when I kind of see them as exactly like that in, in life as well you, right, know, how, yeah, you yeah. know when you see yeah, someone yeah. you know on TV that's what it felt like but uh, bless them they, they worked really hard and I'm so proud of every one of them good stuff uh, did you score it? Uh, yeah I give it a 7 out of 10 solid uh, I haven't been playing anything this week at all what? I know I just I just checked my Steam recently played list and it's blank <laughs> so uh, so yeah I, I mean I have been playing still been playing Mario Kart uh, I play as Bowser do you know? Which I, I think is a basically a middle of the road choice. I have been playing as difficult to knock uh, you off, isn't it? As as Cat Peach, right? Or as my girlfriend says with some disgust in her voice, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been playing as, and um, also Morton is my other <laughs> go go to character because I can't choose Roy because she plays as Roy. Does she? But I do think it's really really interesting that it is the first video game uh, for a decade that she has asked to play uh, uh, my girlfriend's requested can we play Mario Kart which you know for all of the stuff that we talk about with the blue shell and all of that sort of stuff the frustrations it's I've become a bit more comfortable with the blue shell I have to say have that, you? well just hold on to the, to the horn yeah but what if you don't get a horn it's my uh, well you just keep recycling through until you don't, I mean, you won't always get one but there's no better right. feeling than a horn sure. <laughs> keeping the horn not being uh, not having it stolen from you and then people oh here comes the blue shell yeah no well, problem what's interesting is uh, last night when we were playing it she she said you know this the blue shell is garbage independently she was yeah, like I mean, it's, it's not it's no, but, but she arri- arrived at that you know she was like it, you know I can understand it to level the playing field but it's just it's just not fair it's just not fair how are you playing are you playing with split joy-con we are okay yes. how are you both finding that I'm finding it fine yeah. it's not comfortable for a long time but she only plays she'll she'll play for you know 20 minutes or if that so right. it's totally fine for that I will get some new coloured Joy-Cons as soon as they're out but they're not out yet can't Which find them the arms ones the oh, yellow, no because yeah. I'm still not sold on arms I uh, bet you are by now well I played the uh, test punch test punch yeah, it was fun it was really really good fun I mean <laughs> it's coming there we go <laughs> I, know I, I hope someone can follow your transition over the course of the last yeah. couple of months well, over just the show. Show yeah. the test punch worked you know focusing everybody on a specific um, series of hours throughout yeah. the weekend was good Good. I, I think I will probably be in as well, but I want the green and the orange, or Splatoons. green and purple Splatoon pads. So, good. Yeah, 7 out of 10 for Mario Kart still. Boomf. Boomf. Anissa, thank you so much for coming in. No problem. Thank I can't, you for I me. dread to think what the show would have been like if you hadn't been here or just been Steve and I grumbling about <laughs> yeah. E3. E3. I would have thought. And how um, Anne is over there and you're not. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm fine with her being over there not so fine with her betraying us <laughs> <laughs> one day you'll have to come on a show when uh, it's three of us oh, and then uh, I would love that uh, then the circle be, will be complete well when when will your top down racing game be um, top drives uh, top drive I don't think we've uh, announced the worldwide exclusive yeah when's it out <laughs> it's, not, it's not announced yet so okay. but soon we'll see you then. soon TM <laughs> good uh, I think she's having a secret party like the Monument Valley <laughs> <lot>. exactly <laughs> yeah. probably with them yeah. as well <laughs> exactly <laughs> Good. And um, Anne. I'm going to see you Friday. You will see me on Friday, and hopefully we will see everybody else. I guess James Park has won the speaker. Uh, I'll be there. Good. Yes, Word. brilliant. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you have any uh, questions or comments, please email. Team at onelifeleft.com. But if you don't, it's fine. We'll just speak to you next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.